Welcome to a healthy bite. You're one nibble closer to a more satisfying way of life, a healthier you, and bite-sized bits of healthy motivation. Now let's dig in on the dish with Rebecca Huff. Hey, it's Rebecca, and today I'm here with Tara Youngblood, the creator of something that has radically changed my life, and we're going to talk a little bit about how it possibly can change your life, and that is a hydroponic mattress pad. So there's two different kinds, but before we get into that, Tara, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came up with the idea for a chili pad? Yeah, so the genesis of the chili pad is actually um, my husband and I uh, slept at different temperatures, and he was always really hot. Um, For years, I would put piles of pillows between us in order to sort of separate out the heat and not get too overheated, Uh, especially when I was pregnant with our boys. It was then there was two heaters in the bed, and it was unmanageable. So in 2007, we decided that there was dual control seats in your car for temperature. There should be dual controls in your bed. And that was really the genesis of the chili pad. What we found out afterwards is that there's a lot more science about temperature and sleep than just making you more comfortable. So although it started as just a thermostat adjustment so that we didn't overheat, what it does to your sleep states and what it does to your overall sleep health is pretty impactful as well. So it's kind of, it's been a fun journey to discover and and really learn more about sleep. That's really where my passion came from was this has got to be more magical than just we started out thinking it would be. And tell me about your background, your educational background. All right. So as a little girl, I wanted to be a physicist, an (laughs) astrophysicist, um, super, super geeky. But, uh, you know, those uh, astronauts that would go to Mars. I was, I was thinking I could grow up and go to Mars. Um, I didn't end up going to Mars. I did go to school for physics um, and engineering. And so I have applied those engineering skills to, you know, building products like the chili pad. Um, But it's really become sleep is the focus and the, the sort of scientific approach to sleep has been applied from that sort of physics knowledge. Um, and maybe someday they'll use chili pads on the way to Mars. Maybe that'll be the way it works. <laughs> I thought it was interesting, you know, just where you were coming from with um, creating the chili pad, which I think is genius. So he was hot and you oh, were, yeah. and you were cold. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm always hot. And so I'm just like, oh my goodness, is there a way to cool off? So my mom is always cold in bed and she for years has used an electric blanket, which I have told her that's not healthy. So do you have an opinion of why people should use a chili pad and still instead of an electric blanket? Yes, that's where the physics of all those different EMFs and electronic and magnetic signals that go through our lives is definitely a big part of our passion. That's We get the question a lot of even why we don't have sleep trackers built into the chili pad, and, and there will be eventually, but only when they don't give off any EMFs for the reason of electric blankets give off EMFs. So what an EMF is an, is an electromagnetic field. So anytime you have an electron, which is that smallest piece of electricity, and anytime it moves, it actually generates a magnetic field. Um, and obviously the strength of that depends on how many electrons you have in that string and, and how close they are together and, and, you know, it changes in size. But when you have an electric blanket, you actually have those electrons going through your bed um, while you're sleeping. And the, 
combination of those two things. We have EMFs in our lives from our phones, from our electronics and in our house. There's a lot of dirty electricity. But at night when you're asleep is it's really a sacred time for your body to heal and recover from your day. And we really, really want to minimize the effect of EMFs at night. So as much as we can't always control our day, if we can, you know, a lot of people are now putting their Wi-Fi signals even on timers. They're not on during at night. There's lots of ways to work on kind of cleaning up some of that dirty electricity that just exists. But we certainly don't want to add uh, heating or cooling with EMFs as part of that equation into our beds when at all possible. Um, and electric blankets, uh, heating pads, all of those, because they use those coils of heating, that's what they, they do. Um, we use coils, but they have water in them. It doesn't give off any EMFs as the water moves around. Right. So what you're laying on instead of uh, coils that have electricity running through them, you're you're basically laying on a mattress pad. For those of you who don't really know yet what a chili pad is, it's basically a mattress pad with um, tubes that water runs through and the water is either cooled or heated. And it's amazing how much of a difference it makes. So when I first purchased mine, I thought, okay, I'm going to have this set on the lowest setting all the time so I can stay nice and cool in bed. And I also want to talk about another reason why we might want to turn the um, chili pad down to the cooler temperatures at night. But I thought that I would always keep it on cool, but then it's winter. And even though I tend to be um, on the hotter side, I found that I like to turn it up as high as it would go before I get into bed. And then as soon as I get in bed, turn it down as low as it'll go. So by the time I fall asleep, it's like dipping down into the lower temperatures. And I know with the Uller, you can program it, right, to change temperatures at certain times. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why we did that with Uller is the more research I did about sleep um, and matching sleep to your chronotype. And chronotype is really just a fancy way of talking about your biological clock. So we all have this uh, rhythm that exists in our body and our core body temperature goes up a up and down a roller coaster based on the governing of this clock. And the most common way to refer to it is like morning person or night owl when it comes to sleep. But your genes actually sort of govern which one of those is going to be, and it's kind of predetermined. Um, and if you base your day, um, and that includes when you eat and when you go to sleep, and you know all of your major bodily functions can all kind of be mapped to this body clock. The one that we've really entrained our product to is obviously temperature. Um, and the neat part about it is when you think about the fact that human beings evolved to mostly sleep outside. We've had shelter for a long time, but we haven't had regulated heating and cooling systems in our homes only in the very recent past. Mm -hmm. So our bodies evolved to mimic what happens outside with that temperature. So our peak temperature of our human bodies is right after dinner about, depending on when you eat. Um, and then from there, it actually starts going down to your lowest point, which is about the middle of the night. So one of the ways I've broken up the night, and I get teased about my buckets of sleep, but uh, <laughs> the farm girl, the mama, four boys, buckets and bins are the <laughs> source of a lot of things in my life. And we're not sure what to put stuff. It gets organized in bins and buckets. So sleep, obviously, it also gets organized into bins and buckets. So, um, you know, your bedtime bucket, when you talked about 
having a, a temperature that feels right to fall asleep at, even that's not what happens in the middle of the night, is actually makes sense according to this chronotype and your circadian rhythm. Um, and your body's looking for a change. So there is actually something called a sleep switch where your neurons are flipped, just like you would flip a light switch, which is crazy when you think about it, that you can turn on sleep and turn off sleep. Um, but if you time a change of temperature to that right window for your body clock, that's exactly what you get to do. You get to flip that switch. And the same goes when you wake up in the morning, if you wake up in the right window and, it, and at the right temperature, you actually get to flip that switch off. And that also helps you wake up because when you flip that switch, your neurons say, oh, it's time for bed. I need to release melatonin and all of these hormones and say, okay, now your body needs to do the following things. And it starts settling in to help you go to sleep. So that's one of the reasons why warming up as you go to bed is, is just fine. It's great. I like to do it too. I like to climb into a warm bed, especially in the wintertime and get my toes warm and that'll help you fall asleep and sort of reduce that time of tossing and turning. But then once you fall asleep, the next bucket of sleep is really deep sleep. So if we start with the buckets of sleep, the first one would be bedtime bucket. And the most important part about bedtime bucket is about a change of temperature. So right now in our daily lives, because of that constant heating and air conditioning, we set that temperature and it's about the same for summer and winter. It's about the same throughout the whole day, but our body is looking for a change of temperature. And when we change that temperature of about 10 degrees, it triggers our brain to flip the sleep, sleep switch. And that sleep switch releases melatonin and hormones that all kind of help us fall asleep faster and help us stay asleep. So it's important to actually flip that switch during the right time for your body and with a change of temperature. So that's kind of the bedtime bucket. But the next bucket really wants it colder and that's your deep sleep bucket. And although you go through the whole night in various sort of up and down rhythms of all of your different sleep states of REM sleep and light sleep and deep sleep, that first half of the night when your body temperature is dropping to its lowest point is absolutely a deep sleep zone. And it wants it cooler because your body wants to, your its core body temperature all the way on the inside, your heart and lungs, those core elements all want to get colder. And the easiest way for that is your environment to also be getting colder or is cold during that time so it can give off heat. And that's where the beauty of the chili pad is then pulling the heat off. Because a lot of people wake up in the middle of the night and use the restroom and say, well, how to use the restroom? But if you're in deep sleep, your body actually puts off a hormone that prevents you from going to the bathroom and prevents you that urge. And the other thing that can sabotage that a little bit is alcohol also can affect that release of that hormone. But if you're in deep sleep and you're cold, you shouldn't wake up. So your body really wants to be as cold as possible during that time. And then the second half of the night is much more focused on REM cycles. And that's where your body is actually starting to warm back up out of that dip. And when you time that to be a little warmer, and this is where the programming and the scheduling that you talked about with Uller is really important, because then you can schedule those different blocks of time to match your chronotype. And when you do it'll be a little warmer for REM sleep, it'll actually flip that switch off. And when you flip that switch off, you get a different release of hormones. You get that cortisol, you get to wake up in the morning and you don't need that caffeine as much because caffeine is basically triggering those same hormones. But if you can do it naturally with temperature, like the sun would be rising up over the planet and warming it up, that's what your body's looking for. And when you warm up, it's 
it's a different, it's a totally different way to warm up. And so Uller actually uses a warm awake alarm because when you heat up like that, your body's like, boom, I'm, I'm awake. I flipped off the switch. I'm no longer sleeping. I'm now in awake mode. I love that. So, I, cause I cannot stand an alarm and I haven't used one for decades. I can't stand it. And I don't like it when my husband uses an alarm. Um, just the sound of it. It's like electrifying. It's like being, you know, it's like getting awakened by um, an electrical shock almost. I hate that feeling. So between using the warm up um, and maybe um, have you heard of the alarm clocks that light up at, in the morning? So I think that would be a much gentler way to wake up. I love that so much. Um, I have a chili pad, so I don't, I ha don't have um, the control, but I automatically am an early bird. And so I wake up like at 4.30 or 5 o'clock anyways. But I do like what you said, and I'm very curious about this. So if your body is staying cooler, you said your body is releasing a hormone that kind of tells you you don't, you don't need to go to the bathroom right now? Yeah. It's That's amazing hormone it literally is um adh uh is how it's usually abbreviated but it, it does release that as part of being in your deep sleep cycle and when you're in that deep sleep zone and you're cool enough you really shouldn't wake up now obviously once you get into a little more of the geriatric age where you're you know 65 70 and above there's some other things that are happening in your body as far as going to the mm -hmm. bathroom so that doesn't prohibit that. But even for someone in that age range, you're going to have less episodes of that. So um, that's one of the sort of benefits of no matter what your age, if you can get better deep sleep, um, that'll help keep you asleep longer as deep sleep goes away as we age. So one of the things that we have now are attaching to Alzheimer's and a lot of the chronic diseases of the elderly is a lack of deep sleep. Um, so you may start out at the age of 20 and you're getting 20% or two hours of that eight hour sort of recommended window. But by the time you're 80, it may only be seven minutes or not at all, depending on what other disease markers you have. And deep sleep is when our brains actually get washed of the toxins that build up during the day. We file memories, we fix DNA, all those things that are the anti-aging parts happen during deep sleep. And so if we're not getting it, it's, it's a really big factor in feeling exhausted and worn down. And that's why a lot of times um, people who are sleep deprived will have brain fog and uh, lack of concentration, which is another reason why they say that sleep deprivation, once it goes past a certain point, it's like driving drunk. So it, Yes. Yeah. yeah. And actually, you know, that's a big part of my <laughs> story personally is uh, I've always been a chronic insomniac. Um, when we lost our youngest son very suddenly, I had, you know, the grief and depression that went with that. I got literally zero sleep. And I, I do sort of attribute that I spent a year, basically the equivalent of being drunk all the time. And if I was actually drunk, you know, someone would have pulled me aside and said, oh my gosh, you need to go to rehab. You know, someone would have right. intervened. Can't drive. And, and and uh, sleep is one of those things that is just as bad, but we haven't as a society, we've accepted the fact that being sleep deprived is almost a badge of honor versus uh, something that should be really looked at and treated um, more carefully. Mm -hmm. um, and certainly when it comes to any sort of mental illness or depression, it, it only feeds that every single mental illness, every single one, 100% of them all have a sleep 
lack of sleep or sleep deprivation as a comorbidity with it. It's, it's all attached. Um, we can't have a good, good mental state without sleep. That's so true. And, and if you go without sleep for any period of time, you will quickly realize um, how important it is to your mental health. Um, but I want to switch tracks a little bit. Um, other than um, what we've already talked about, and obviously the comfort of having your bed warm or cool to your preference, what are some health benefits of being able to sleep um, cooler, like lowering the temperature of your bed at night? Yeah, so well, this time of the year, everybody's talking about their latest diet or exercise phase. And I really feel like uh, sleeping cooler has benefits to all of that. Some of it's the mental state factor of, of getting good deep sleep. Um, if you get better deep sleep, your exercise efforts are basically doubled because your body can recover and heal better. Um, if you're doing a diet, you'll actually eat 450 less calories on average by getting a good night's sleep. And if that sleep is colder and you're getting deep sleep, you can actually bump that number up significantly um, because at that cooler temperature during deep sleep, you actually some of that brown fat gets um, affected and your metabolism gets affected. And everyone's like, oh, awesome, so I can sleep myself skinny. Yes, sort of. Um, there is no silver bullet to losing weight. I wish if there was, I would have like invented it or like, I don't know what I would have done, but there is no secret sauce, but there is ways to amplify your efforts and to put it and cooling at night is definitely one of those factors that is going to amplify what you're doing. If you're taking a new approach to just healthy living, it amplifies, especially that deep sleep time, because that's when our body is repairing DNA and it's putting the effort in that deep sleep time. So getting cold enough to, to get really good deep sleep and to hit that two hour window is really important for all of those healthful efforts that we put in. We like to focus on the new year for some reason. All right. Yeah. Well, it's a fresh start and we think of oh, this year, I'm really going to do it. So I think that's <laughs> part of it. Um, another, uh, maybe not a health benefit, but I feel like it's almost a, a health, like a hack of some sort, but like, so for women with um, menopausal symptoms, how can this affect them? Yeah. So that one's a huge part pet project. Um, we're actually in the middle of a clinical trial with uh, Wake Forest University on that. Um, there have been other studies that were basically verified that the, the effects for menopausal flashes, again, are half the testimony to sleep and half the testimony to cooling. Um, if you don't have hot flashes at night, which you do if you're staying cool and your body doesn't overheat, you don't wake up and you get better sleep, you actually get less hot flashes overall, almost a 50% reduction on your whole 24-hour period versus just at night. So it almost eliminates them at night, but you actually find you have less during the day. And that's part of just getting good sleep fixes a lot of those hormone roller coasters. And, and it, you know, that's where it talks to the testimony of just the power of sleep to minimize symptoms in our lives of any chronic or ongoing illness or disease. Um, sleep is just amazing for what it does. So if that cooling can mitigate those symptoms, um, there's a lot of people with night sweats or hot flashes that aren't related to menopause. Um, <clears throat> a good friend of mine, she's become a good friend of mine. I met her last year around this time. And um, she was getting basically the equivalent of hot flashes since the birth of her second child. She had gone through all sorts of hormone testing, talked to her doctor, gynecologist, 
lots of different people about trying to fix this problem. And all of them came back, well, your hormones are normal. It must be okay. You must be just fine. But she literally every single night had the equivalent of a hot flash kind of episode, still put all, down all the towels and things that other women with hot flashes do to try to manage that, had to change her clothes, and then she could go back to bed uh, for 10 years. And so just the power of changing that is really amazing. Um, I think the side effect that she is a great example of is when she wasn't sleeping through the night, she would put off going to sleep. She would go to bed after as late as she could because she felt like she wasn't successful at sleep. And I think this is the biggest side effect about Chili Pad is when you can be successful at something and it feels easy and repeatable, you treat it differently than something you feel like you're not good at. So, you know, she, once she was able to start sleeping through the night and it was an immediate fix, the first night she's like, well, maybe that was just a fluke. And then, you know, within three nights, she's like, nope, it's not a fluke. And then she traveled a fair amount for her job as a salesperson. So she went and, you know, within the second night of the hotel, there was some carryover effect of it fixing it. But then like after two or three nights on the road, then some of those symptoms would occasionally come back. And she's like, nope, it's definitely just this chili pad. But now she goes to sleep more like nine or 10 o'clock at night. She settles into her bed. She does do the warm up to fall asleep. Um, and when she does that, she gets that much more sleep. She gets a better deep sleep zone because your body is definitely geared towards this is your clock and this is your window. And if you don't start sleeping until midnight and your window really is supposed to start at 10 o'clock, you're just missing out on those two hours of deep sleep window. It doesn't like extend the window. It just shortens the window once you can get that deep sleep. Mm -hmm. So it changes your entire sleep parameters by giving it the time that it's supposed to. So it's not something that is built in necessarily as part of the chili pad per se, but the overall effect of feeling like sleep can be easy. It's not this chronic illness that's unfixable. There is a hope that comes with being able to manage and control your sleep. And when you do, you treat it completely differently and you actually end up getting more. So even though chili pad doesn't make you sleep more necessarily than when you're in bed, it can't make you go to sleep. Right. It will want you want to because you're successful at it. Right. I mean, I always had great sleep hygiene. I've written a lot about it. I've studied a lot. Um, and I never really had problems with sleep and I thought my sleep was excellent. And then I got a chili pad and I'm like, Oh, I can actually even sleep better than I already was. So I was actually amazed myself. I mainly wanted the chili pad because like I said, of hot flashes, but it wasn't to the degree you're describing that your friend had. It was just like kind of being too warm and a little bit uncomfortable. Um, but yeah, I think it's amazing. And so obviously, of course, I had to get one for my mom. But even if you don't have chronic illness or a health challenge, it just makes sleep better. Even if you already think that you sleep like a champ like myself, I didn't think there was any room for improvement, but I found out there was. So uh, I've always been the kind of person that, you know, I fall asleep as soon as I get in the bed. I I'm very easily, you know, fall asleep. But now I get in bed and it's just like, I, I can't even, I'm laughing because it's just amazing to me how cozy it is and just how quickly I do fall asleep. 
It's just amazing. And I'm honestly not saying that just because we're talking. My daughter and I have talked so much. Okay, so I have an 11-year-old daughter and she sleeps on a chili pad. And so we both have just like talked about it. We just tell people that. I know people think we're crazy because we're like, oh my goodness, the chili pad. I can't wait to go to bed. And it's silly in a way to be so excited about going to bed. But sleep is a wonderful thing. It makes you feel great. And so, like I said, we got one for my mom. I bought it um, right after Thanksgiving, the first week of uh, December, and it was all we could do to wait to Christmas Day to give it to her. We wanted to give it to her so bad before Christmas. Um, we were so excited that we made her open her gift first on Christmas Day. <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. I love hearing those stories. It is. It is. I, I have an 11-year-old. I have all boys. Um, but it is even for kids, it's pretty remarkable today. And I, I do think it's a really sad state of affairs. And I think it shows up unfortunately in, in things like suicide rates and, and stress levels for kids because sleep is that is a fixer for that stress. It's your chance for your body to cycle through whatever stress was for the day. And our kids are just not getting enough sleep and not getting enough good sleep. And I do think that we are, we're, we're keeping our houses a little bit too warm at night, or we like that comfort of that, that room temperature that we think is ideal, but it's a little bit too warm for even those kids to get that good sleep and they need it. I don't know if they need it more. <laughs> Everyone needs it, but they, you know, their developing brains need that time and deep sleep to do what brains need to do to recover. This is a bit deep sleep is where your brain does a lot of its work for the day. You don't file your memories during the day. You file them at night. And if you're not doing that, all that stuff that they learn all day in school sits out there and doesn't get filed properly without that good sleep. Right. I do think it's very important um, for children to get asleep because like you said, that's when our brain is basically doing um, kind of like cleanup process. So it's, it's really important. And I think it's other than, you know, a lot of parents think, oh, well, my kid's going to be grumpy if, if they don't get enough sleep, but that's, there's a lot more to it than that. So mm -hmm. I do think it's important. And along the line of our brains and stress, um, can you talk to us a little bit about PTSD and sleep? Yeah, so this is definitely, um, clearly I have a lot of pet projects, um, but the veterans uh, project, um, obviously lots of people can have PTSD. It's not restricted to veterans, but this has definitely been an a area of um, high focus for our company. So we have a special program for veterans where they can apply for um, basically a free product to sleep on. We're getting really great results. We're actually in another um, study right now with veterans and reducing those symptoms of PTSD, very similar to the menopausal one where um, PTSD, if you look at the sleep graph or hypnograph of someone with PTSD, they actually just don't get deep sleep. So their brain is not, it's in a constant state of turmoil and those night terrors and this this rhythm, ribbon that goes across the top of your sleep, you just don't go deep. Um, and that's one of the sort of uh, symptoms of PTSD. Uh, by cooling your body and allowing your brain to get that deep sleep, because you're kind of forcing it to, to go there with temperature, the reduction so far, I don't have percentage numbers because the studies are not finished yet, 
but it is it is showing some really phenomenal results. And again, it, it is a half a half and half testimony to sleep. Again, just the power of being able to sleep and what it can fix as far as our bodies and physical and mental states. But then there's the other part of just the power of if you're asleep, you can't fix things. Like you said, you felt like you slept well. What else can you do to fix something when you're asleep? And temperature, because it talks to your unconscious brain, temperature talks to your hypothalamus, which is the old part of your brain. And I don't mean old as in you're all the same age, but an old as in that evolutionary part. And in that unconscious part and that really ingrained sense of what controls our body unconsciously, temperature is really high on that list. Um, and so it's an easy, easy, no willpower, no interactions. You can't have uh, a mental breakdown and say, I'm not going to talk to temperature. Your brain does that without you. So even if you're having a bad day and you go in with stress, temperature can talk to your brain and get past all that prefrontal cortex conscious stuff that's saying, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. And it can help you with relaxing. Can it solve all of the ills with, with PTSD? No, but it can settle things down and it is making a sizable difference for those veterans. Um, we also have veterans with other physical difficulties um, and a lot of neurological challenges. It does go back to that brain. So we have even, you know, as far as people with MS and an extrapolation of some of those, you know, veterans, you know, wartime is injuries, but, you know, any of those neurological fibromyalgia, <clears throat> all of those things, what breaks down for a lot of those people is the temperature control in their limbs. Um, and when that can be managed and taken care of, it's just one less thing for your body. It just makes it easier for those people to sleep. So we have people in nursing homes that can't manage their temperature on their own. And the chili pad is able to help manage that temperature. It really is like a, like a radiator would be for your car is mm -hmm. how we usually describe it. You know, you're an engine, you're putting off heat naturally as part of your everyday chemical body reactions. Um, and when you're asleep, it just helps manage that and take the heat off. So you don't over overheat like your car would if it didn't have a radiator. Wow, that makes a lot of sense. It's fascinating. And we could talk about all of the sleep geeky stuff all day because I love to talk about sleep. Um, but I will link, um, I think you have a blog post, right, about uh, veterans and PTSD. So I'll link that and I'll put some other links. There's a lot more information on the Chili Pad website. They have a blog. So I'll put the link to that and you can check. There's a ton more information. I have a video. Um, a chili pad video. I will put the link to that. If you're watching YouTube, it'll be up in the corner. Um, if you're listening to this on the podcast, the, in the description box, there will be a link where you can get all of the information. Um, you can get a coupon code to get a discount on a chili pad or a Uller pad. Can you briefly describe the difference between the chili pad and the Uller? Yeah. So the chili pad is our legacy product. It is um, best described if you set your thermostat in your house, it's a, it's just like that, the old fashioned, you know, set it and forget it one temperature, whatever temperature you add, it'll just stay there and keep plugging away at it until you, you turn it off or change it. Um, that's the chili pad. So for a lot of people, that's, that's 
simplicity is easy and, and it's, it's what they love about it. There's a remote that comes with it so you can adjust it easily, but it's, it's generally a set it and forget it um, thermostat. The Uller is much more like your Nest or your programmable thermostat where if you're going to run programs, if you want to have those different buckets of sleep broken out, if that's something that's important for your sleep and, and you want to really geek out on that, the Uller has an app and it's, able to work more on those scheduling and have a little more flexibility. Um, it's a little further evolved in the sense that we put some of the features that we learned from customers wanted to hear. So there's an adjustability on the fan speed for, for noise. Um, it runs a little bit more efficiently on power um, as well. So your chili pad will run on about 170 watts of power, which is still a pretty small amount compared to your air conditioning or, or other things to get your house nice and cool. Um, but Uller runs on about 140 watts. So it's just working a little bit more efficiently. It fits a little easier under your bed, which is another thing, depending on where you decide to keep it. So, you know, those are, those are mostly the trade-offs of figuring out which unit is, is most appropriate for you. And does the Uller have a UV system or something? It does. So the chili pad, um, you can get, um, you know, clean air pellets. Um, it'd be similar to you figure if you have a humidifier that gunk builds up, it's the mm -hmm. same with the chili pad um, or the Uller. The Uller has a built-in UV light that kills that automatically. So it's, it's again, something that you don't have to think about. Um, it usually runs, uh, both of them will eventually run out of water because there's some evaporation that does happen. It's not an entirely closed system. Um, but the Uller tends to last about two times longer. Some of it depends on the environment that you're in, on the humidity of where you're living, um, on how long it lasts. But it usually lasts about two times longer. Okay. And you fill both systems with distilled water, right? Yeah, we generally recommend distilled. It kind of helps from some of those uh, mineral buildup. So the other thing that happens with cleaning it is uh, it will build up some gunk in mm -hmm. over time, um, just like a humidifier would. So similar to that, a lot of the humidifiers have UV lights built in now to kill that gunk. Uh, Uller does that as well. Chili pad, it's a pretty easy treatment. It's a one pellet you put in once a month. So it's fixable either way. It's just about how how much maintenance or no maintenance you want to address with that. Um, and it, we generally don't do recommend like a distilled water because again, it depends on the calcium and minerals uh, in your water because um, that can build up as well. But that's, it generally is a pretty low ask. And if you just want to use tap water, it, you may have to break that down over time. Mm -hmm. Okay. I, I did use distilled water with mine, but I did also get the cleaner. Um, it really, it's, I think it's a really easy system to use and I do have the chili pad. I do like the idea of the, um, you know, scheduling the temperature changes. So, but it's really not that hard because I just go in there 30 minutes before I go to bed and, you know, turn it to the temperature I want, get in bed. And then as soon as I get in bed, soon as I turn out the light, I just turn it all the way down. It's not a problem for me. And I will say as a side note that my cats really, really like it. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, it is really crazy. We have a weighted blanket coming out. It's a limited time oh. thing, but I, uh, it does have all the chili built into it. Um, it should be available actually starting later this month. Um, we're oh. doing a sort of we're calling it the uh, equivalent of like a McRib where we're doing a limited time offer with just a small test. Um, but I think we've almost sold through our test already. So it's, been, I think that it'll definitely become part of the regular 
um, mix of chili products by summertime, I think. So it's a blanket. Does it have the hydroponic system in the blanket? It is. Uh, it's a weighted blanket because uh, I am a huge weighted blanket uh, fan. If you have not used it, um, it's, it would be worthwhile trying, especially if you have a hard time falling asleep. It really helps with that release of serotonin for anxiety or stress at the end of the day. Um, so I'm a big weighted blanket, but weighted blankets are heavy and can be hot is the downside. So we built that um, system into a weighted blanket so that you can have it. The other thing is if you get really hot, it's a great way to make yourself a temperature sandwich. I would say I saw the picture on your website and I was like, okay, it's a weighted blanket, but does it have, so I was, I actually was going to ask you about it. So I'm glad <laughs> you brought it up. So how does it work? Are you like attached to a unit? You are, you can pick whether you want to detach to a cube or an Uller. It's an interchangeable hose. So you, you are tethered, but similar to a weighted blanket, you're not going to, it's not a throw blanket you wander around with. You kind of settle under it and wherever you are. So it works from a sense of you have to plug it in and run it like you would a, a chili cube or Uller anyway. And you're just not going to get up and wander around with it still attached. There is a detached, pretty quick detachable part so it, mm -hmm. you don't have to have the tail with it but um yeah it's it, i think it's going to be a really so far the reviews and the the interest on in it is really high so i think, it'll, sure. I think it'll be a good addition i think so too <laughs> i can only think of one complaint about your products tara and that is that um i don't really want to get out of bed anymore <laughs> he, yes we do have to have at some point i i think an addictive um, disclaimer on it. We do get complaints. I think that um, on our list of product development is definitely coming up with a travel version uh, at some point for that very same reason of it is once you have temperature regulation and I think it's comparable to you know once you get air conditioning in your car like the cars in the 1950s they didn't have air conditioning and we we did everything we did I mean I drove around with my parents and we didn't have air conditioning in all our cars or whatever now I can't I can't imagine not ever having that mm -hmm. air conditioning in there um, and sleeping with temperature control is kind of the same. So yes, there is a disclaimer of if you use it, you may not want to live without it. So right. You're not going to want to travel unless you can take it with you <laughs> for sure. Uh, well, Tara, thank you so much. Is there anything else that you um, would want our listeners to know about before I let you go? No, I think the only other thing is if you want to find out more about the sleep science from certainly from my perspective, I do have a book on Amazon. It'll come out in a um, published uh, version later this summer, but it's an ebook right now on, on Amazon and that's Reprogram Your Sleep under Tara Youngblood. So, Oh, awesome. Okay. Feel free to read more. There's also more about the chili pad story if, if that's intriguing to you. Yeah. Awesome. And if someone wants to go to the website, it is chilitechnology.com. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Okay. So make sure you check out the um, description box and the um, blog post where all the links and all of the information will be there. And thank you so much, Tara. I really appreciated you taking the time to come and talk to us more about this seriously life-changing product. And I know it's helped so, so many people get more sleep. So thank you. Oh, thank you for having me. Thanks for listening. Please write and review so other people can learn about this podcast. 
Find out more about sleep, hygiene, eating healthy, tasty recipes, zero-waste lifestyle, and lots more on thatorganicmom.com. Help us spread the word. Be blessed and stay healthy.